Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We are back, and boy, oh boy, do we have something uh, to celebrate here tonight. The Lions with a huge victory Victory. over the Washington Commanders, 36-27 on the field. (laughs) I mean, just an awesome, awesome game. There's a lot of great stuff to talk about, but before we get into all that, let's introduce the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Run Dog. Yo! Bob. Hello. And UJ. Hey, fellow Kool-Aid drinkers. <laughs> All righty, guys. So there's a lot of different places we can start with this. Uh, I mean, the, let, let's just start with the first half in general. Finally, the Lions get out to a big lead, 22 nothing. Um, only allowed two first downs. And honestly, the, uh, Washington didn't get their first first down until five minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, I mean... Just how great was it to see this team uh, come out uh, full speed ahead uh, uh-huh. compared to the last game where we did jump out to it quickly, but then the Eagles, like, you know, went full steam all the way to the halftime. So this is completely different. Uh, but, you know, Bob, uh, l- l- let's go to you first. Just feelings on the Lions coming oh, out hot. It's a great feeling, man. I love it. Love it. It's a, a new era for the Lions. I uh, haven't felt that one in a while where we just dominate a game. I mean, Washington did. You know, make it interesting later, but hey, basically we won wire to wire, so it was it was a fun game. Nice to see the yeah. defense Ooh. click in and the offense, both sides of the ball and and yeah. special teams. Everything everything was clicking. It was literally a perfect half of football. I mean, they didn't get in our territory. I don't believe that half. Uh, the two first downs and wow, it was just a completely dominant performance. And at, at halftime. There, man, we're just celebrating, and then I'm realizing hey, there's another whole half to go. Shit. Uh, okay, then some of those old feelings <laughs> a little bit, you know. Okay, it's all right. It's all right. Really, it's a different team. And uh, sure, that sure enough, they went into their lull, but uh, but they broke out of it this time. Yeah, the, the so, big run from Amon Ra, and then uh, the awesome play from Swift to fall down, yeah. get up, and uh, burst into the end. <laughs> yeah, that's those. Old- player kind of plays that we have now that we didn't have before you know we have guys that can do elite things like i'm on rod swift you know you get a play like that from them it's awesome yeah we can talk about our defensive Amazing. standout in the first half our rookie hutch coming through with yeah. three big sacks oh my goodness awesome welcome to welcome to the nfl yeah. <laughs> yeah so i wanted to start with the defensive side of the ball uh so hutch 
three three sacks, uh, rookie record uh, for most sacks in a game by a rookie. Uh, I mean, Rudd Dog, what what did you see out of Hutch? Uh, maybe that we didn't see in this uh, in the first game. Oh well, I mean everything you wanted to see and then some, I guess. <laughs> uh, the but you know, as much as he as good as he looked, I can't compliment him without just complimenting the way the unit performed you know he he said it himself after that unit looked tight and concise and like they keep talking about tedium in pass rush isn't there like a, i don't think like people under a lot of people like understand how cool that is to like think about like how, like the way they're getting what level these guys are operating at and that just excites me and you're seeing them put together like you know me and uj talk this a lot like uh with guys like clay matthews in the past where like they would set him up like a running back, like their line would block for him and he would shoot the gap. And you saw that happen when Hutch hit that stunt and got the sack, that clean sack on Wentz. That was like it's such a thing of beauty. And oh, it's just this line is 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 explosive and smart and angry. You know, not always a little heavy. I think sometimes in the defense, but or in the run defense, but just I don't think that's going to matter a whole lot because they're going to make up for it with, you know, their upside and their their disruptiveness. Well, and, I, and I, I mean, Washington only ran for 88 yards in this game. Uh, their league car- ball carrier yeah, is going to get to 14 for 28. Uh, so they definitely stepped up in that department compared to the last game for sure. Yeah. Can uh, I say one more oh. thing about Hutch? Just kind of what makes that guy special. Like, no, when no, they, we don't. We can't talk about him anymore. when they were like, oh, his sacks. You know, they're different. Like the one was just a where he just didn't give up on it. He gets pushed out at the side, you know, around the back, and he just comes around the back on the guy. I'm like, he just nonstop motor, so the guy doesn't give up on a play. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's exactly. You took you took the words out of oh, mouth. That's, that's what that's what I was gonna say. A lot of his sacks, honestly, weren't like. The most masterful, skillful by any means in this game, but he he hustles all. He just keeps going, high motor, yeah. Uh, and I, I, that's what separated him uh, to me uh, from maybe like a guy like Walker in the, in the last in this draft. Because uh, Trayvon Trayvon Walker, you, you, I don't know if you've seen some of the plays he's made uh, for the Jags. He's super gifted and athletic, but uh, I think Hutch is going to have better stats just from his pure hustle. Yeah, just one more point on Hutch too. Uh, Hutch got. Uh, banged up a little bit his leg or something he was limping around and mm-hmm. you know it, typical these days it seems like anybody gets nicked up they're done you know they take them out clutches back in there limping around and still fighting that just i don't know shows grit man the guys out there hobbling a little bit but he's not going to get come out of the game and kept playing it's just it was just good to see that's all oh, yeah. from that toughness oh, yeah. standpoint you know absolutely and let, let's keep it on the defense side another guy that played through an injury in this game but really stood out a guy that we picked up on waivers that everybody wanted and maybe we saw why in this game uh kaminsky uh john john kaminsky the defense yeah. yeah he had a sack as well in this game uh the, the sack to seal the game up at the end uh but he he was all over too he he was up there in terms of pressures for the game um, grayed out really well in pass rush. Uh, I love it. Really, really nice rotational piece, and even Aquara as well. Uh, Ju- That's what Julian I love about this. Yeah, this defense though—they just take these big, explosive athletes. Like, why wasn't this guy like shining elsewhere? It's because I mean, I know people respected him, but like, like the thing is, he was this big, explosive athlete, and I bet you they asked him to do something like hold his ground or something instead of let him fire off the ball, shoot the gaps, you know, 
really stress these limited athletes on the offensive line oftentimes. Like, I mean, it's like, oh, I love seeing it. And you see the fruit, it's already boring week two. Like, it's yeah, awesome. well, with Kowalski, Jack, you're exactly right. He, uh, Kowalski, he, he, he was, uh, they, he was a victim of a scheme change at Atlanta. That's where he was, right? Atlanta. One of them and, uh, fighting Irish, huh? And he was getting a lot of playing time until they switched to a three, four. And then all of a sudden he just didn't fit the scheme anymore. And, mm. uh, yeah, exactly. And to our advantage, cause we wound up with him. So it was oh, great. Ooh. Kowalski. Did I say Kowalski? Yeah. Kowalski. <laughs> um, you know, killer I mean, Kowalski. I- Let's keep it on the defense right now, and then we can move to offense a little bit. But uh, a few more defenders I want to note. Uh, Will Harris had a great game in this game, too, actually. Uh, he was yep. one of our highest-rated yeah. uh, guys and made a big catch on a on a pass deflection, so nice to see him get in on there. Had a few nice tackles in this wow. game. I mean, tied for the lead, yeah. team lead in tackles. Uh, <laughs> nice to see him have a like a, a good game, like consistent game throughout. That's really nice. Yeah. We've been waiting for that from him. I mean, the coaches have believed in him for the last couple of years, but we're starting to see it on the field. It's nice. Exactly. Yeah. And how about uh, yeah, Jeff yeah. Okuda, man? That guy's becoming consistent. Well, hey, let's not consistent. just move on from Will real okay. quick. I got some comments All right, for Will, go ahead. too. Go ahead. Sorry about that. But, yes, I, we'll go to Jeff. But, yeah. No, Will, uh, he did put up a really good game. And, like, I think it's, like, really funny. to Like, it's you think when you're in this league this long, something's got to click, right? <laughs> but it's really awesome to see, like, a guy who we, you know, these coaches keep doubling down on. Like you said, Bob, that was the thing. These coaches seen something, right? Like, two, two coaching staffs have seen something. Yeah. How many fans have called for this guy's head? <laughs> like, like people have had no patience for him, and it's really cool to see him finally getting, you know, some, some getting his, you know. Absolutely. Um. So, Will Harris, big shout out to you. Uh, keep it going. Yep. Uh, and Akuda, uh, who mentioned him? I did. I did. Bob. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just saying that, you know, he's kind of doing what we wanted him to do. I mean, mm. it was looking like he might have been over his head early in his career. I mean, he hasn't had much of a career because he's been injured most of it. But uh, the guy just goes to work, man. I mean, get these cramps under control. He's been pretty consistent out there. It's nice to see. Yeah, we're actually trying seeing what he was touted to be, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming into this league, which is really nice. Yeah, gave up only uh, 31 yards. Uh, allowed three catches, but only for 31 yards. I think what, most of that was on one catch. And then uh, only targeted five times. So they're not even throwing his way that much because he's doing a good job uh, covering. But as you mentioned, yeah. two games in a row, he's had cramps. He's had to come out uh, for multiple plays. So he said he's going to talk to a nutritionist this week. Uh, hmm. so, uh, maybe not drinking enough Gatorade or something? Not, no Kool-Aid. He needs more Kool-Aid. Yeah, Kool-Aid. needs more Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's right. You know <laughs> He's really looking like a number one draft pick. Finally, though, I you know oddly enough, I think the play that stood out to me in this game was the play where he actually made a mistake. It was the one when he the guy he caught the ball right in front of him, and he like juked him, and he like went around him, and Akuda then turned around and like ran five yards downfield and dove and tackled him at his ankles, like one of these blazing fast. Oh yeah, receivers. I remember that play. You're talking about that looked elite. Despite the mishap, like you, average athletes can't do that stuff. Like that was impressive. And if he, you know, obviously keeps cleaning up his game, that's going to happen less and less. And that was honestly like, for once, I finally looked at Jeff Akuda and I was like, okay, I kind of see what people seen in this kid when they pulled the trigger on him and the that high, you know. Definitely, uh, 
Definitely. And l- let, let's go with another uh, guy from the front seven. I don't know if you guys have heard of him before. His name's uh, Malcolm Rodriguez. Goes by Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> man. Another great game out of Rodrigo. Yeah. He graded extremely well in pass rush. No um, surprise. He, he still has some work to do in the in his pass coverage. How about when uh, I would say, Carson but, uh, Wentz juked him out, though, on that run? Yeah. Got him. Got him. Beat him. Not perfect. No. Hey, but it's very telling, too, because Barnes had zero plays at linebacker. Oh, yeah. Who, are you t- who is this person you speak of? Barnes. Zero, zero snaps. I don't know who that person is. Is he on the I know. Lions? That was my preseason surprise player for the team. So it's the surprise is that he's on the team. It's just disappointing. It's just disappointing. It is. I mean, you saw Borders in there a bit. And, yeah. Uh, Couple of guys, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Barnes, man, didn't even put him on the field. Ford is actually Crazy. our highest graded uh, player defensively. Wow, really? So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Ford, Kaminsky, then Harris, then Rodrigo. Hey, Z, you got all this Ooh. these stats at your fingertips. Right. How about Deshaun Elliott? To, to me, he seemed always like a step slow yes. that game to me, and uh, maybe just to my eye watching the game. Watch I was the a little highlights. disappointed. I mean, he, he, it's apparent. At least as a as a blitzing safety, uh, he did a really good job. He forced he hit the quarterback twice on two hit. I mean, forced some early throws. Uh, okay, I, well, I, I would not coverage. agree with that. Watch the coverage. Watch his coverage highlights where he's the safety coming in. He's it's like on I'm the not film, saying it was all good. All the plays, I was just back saying. to back to back. It's like literally like he hit like a they catch the ball a beat he hits him. <laughs> they catch the ball a beat he hits him. It's like repeat repeat. And he's crushing them. He's just yeah. there's, but they're all holding on to it. Damn it! Like, yeah, it just, are you talking about? No, are you talking my, about the touchdown pass? Uh, the touchdown, yeah, another one on the sideline. Like, uh, I, I like. I don't him think that was his guy. I actually think that was Rodrigo's guy on the touchdown pass. Although, wait, no, no, no. Uh, over top, it was. It wasn't. We. It was not a good defense that we were uh, put in. It wasn't a bad play by him either. He crushed the dude. Yeah. Like that. That dude was a tough dude for holding on to the ball. <laughs> like seriously. Hey tough. Z, I'm guessing all those guys. Z, were. you don't have your uh, yeah. PFF stuff, do you? Because usually, if I compliment a player, you'll be like, "Well, PFF says he sucks." <laughs> you know, like, oh, well, like, yeah, right. I just have some That's of the numbers true. up, but uh, I mean, I've said this a million times. PFF is. But- by no means the final word. It's just a data point to start a We are the final yes, word. Yes, we are the Drinking final word. The blue Kool-Aid is the final word. You get the snap of the Kool-Aid. Performance. No one else really does it out there, so that's why they're so popular. Hey, to UJ's <laughs> point real quick, though, about the whole secondary as a whole and him being a beat late or not, our whole sec- like it was never easy for them to catch the ball, I felt like. They made a lot of plays because they were really good. But we made it hard on them almost every single time. I felt like they were catching the ball, they were getting tackled, and they made some really great effort to hold oh, yeah. on to it and stuff. Like those guys did not just run wild on us. Hey, Rud Dog, I agree with that. We were hitting them hard out there. On that one touchdown they scored, the guy clobbered as soon as he caught the ball. <laughs> that was Elliot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, the play we're talking about. Like, Samuel. Man, they they were just laying the wood out there. So even yes. if you did catch it, you were gonna feel it. Yeah. So Yeah, they make you pay. They bit the kneecap. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's move now to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, some really exciting stuff. So, I mean, the Lions come into this game missing Ragnow, missing Jonah Jackson. Uh, 
What is with the thing? Let's wear mittens during practice week, folks. Right, seriously. Well, yeah. How are we getting those such bad finger injuries bubbles. and non-contact <laughs> practice? I know. Knocking us out of Non-contact. There's no pads. I am my, I am befuddled yeah. how this has happened two years in a row. <laughs> He's uh, flipping somebody yeah. off out there. And <laughs> You're right about mittens, though. They probably get too tough. Like, have you, it's a non-contact. Have you watched baseball recently? The, the guys that steal second base wear these giant, like, gloves so the, they don't the whip their yeah. fingers. The whip. I think. Yeah, I, I think the offensive linemen need that during these practices because this is ridiculous. No, you just tie one of them helmet bubbles to their hands, <laughs> you know. No. From now on, all non-contact it. practices are on Madden simulations, okay? In <laughs> <laughs> VR, they'll, they'll use the VR to practice. Yeah, right. The NFL just released their VR game, so maybe they'll yeah. do that. You but, can hurt um, your... Yeah, then they'll all get, like, vertigo sickness or something. Yeah. There'll be a new ailment. You might hurt your finger on the controller, so if you hit ah, the yeah, right. purple tunnel. Very true. Oh, no. <laughs> so Ragnall's out with a foot and groin. Who knows which one hurts more? Probably the groin. He was, was bothering him coming in last week. Um Jackson uh, out, and then obviously Big V's out for you know almost all year. So Stenberg at right guard, Evan Brown at center, and then the surprise start at left guard, Dan Skipper. Big Teddy Bear. He's never played there, yeah. hasn't played there since high school, and he looked, you know, like a pretty solid backup. He, if you go watch yeah. some of the, the replays, uh, Skipper's making some big blocks. He's moving people downfield. Uh, yeah. It's really yeah. encouraging. And and a locker room after the game. I mean, if you haven't seen the video, oh go look it up. God. But they were all really, really pumped for him. Because uh, obviously, if you watch Hard Knocks, he was pretty much brought to like tears about getting cut. Uh, but then they quickly brought him back, uh, put on a practice squad, and now starting a game and playing extremely yeah. well. I just wanted to give him a hug. I know. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he looked so happy. He, he was on so the verge happy. of tears in the locker room there. Yeah, when yeah. he was cut, getting the oh shout out. Yeah. And how about just this this staff and and. Hank Fraley mm-hmm. for getting that line ready, man. They they Seriously. lose a few guys, you know. They, that's always the thing: next man, next next man up. But this it actually paid off in this one. It was next man up, and these guys delivered. So it's pretty yeah. All right. Did you did you see Skipper mic'd up? He went up to uh, DeAndre Swift. And was like, Just follow me, little buddy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> did he really? No. That's, no. Oh. That's, that's a Gilligan, oh. Gilligan's Island reference. Play with me like that. <laughs> Yeah, UJ, I think you're the one that posted the Gilligan's That's Island amazing. on our Instagram, too. I think that was for an audience yeah. of uh, <laughs> our older Instagram audience. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, though, you know what? <laughs> these kind of things, Dan Campbell called it, like, he said things like, you know, <laughs> some of these guys, you know, they, they start out by filling the spot, and then, you know, they just never look back. Like, And I, I the way these guys looked, why do they – what's to make us think they might not be able to pull some of that? This dude's a monster. He's a huge dude. Like he's gonna hold up against some of these big guys that like the Jordan Davises of the NFL, and I like his upside inside the all that weight inside. And same with Evan Brown. He's reliable. If he's available, you know that makes him better than Ragnow right now. And uh, same thing with Evan. It was Stenberg. His upside is uh, we've always liked it. If he keeps cleaning up his game, that could, this line might be our future line. And I like how it looks what? now. Our future line. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying if these injuries keep piling up. Brown is uh, about as good as a backup center you will find in the NFL. He is. That's that's awesome. I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Stenberg. He's going to get a starting contract somewhere, I bet, if he the way he's playing. Stenberg looks fairly good in the run game, but his past game leaves a ton to be desired. He is still really bad. I keep cleaning it (laughs) up. 
And hey, they're, they're putting up 35 points a game with him in there. I know. So, I mean, I know. it's hard to complain too much. <clears throat> he's got to keep working, though. I'm not giving him an all. He does have to keep working, but yeah, he's got potential there. He's pretty. I'm easy. just saying, there's potential in these guys. These aren't just like spot holders with no potential and upside. These guys are pretty damn. Good. I wouldn't be surprised when Jackson yeah. comes back to maybe see uh, Skipper go to right guard. Uh, and mm, go, I'd go be back fine with that. I mean, I don't know. Whatever works. But Semper has looked good in the run game. Uh, there's some really good blocks he's thrown out there, uh, and then double teams and such. Uh, he, I, I just don't see his pass pro getting any better anytime soon. I think he's he's another year, fourth year. In the <laughs> he's in the camp. he's in the fight. You know, he's <laughs> in the place where to learn, best place to learn. You know, <laughs> hey, true. I just want to make a want to make a side note. I don't know if you guys saw any of the uh, the locker room afterwards, Campbell, mm-hmm. and and. And I think one of the reasons the players just love this guy so much is he gives credit, you know, to these guys that, that are out there hustling, doing a hard job. And, like, he called out Skipper and Harris and, you know, these guys that don't get their names called a lot, you know, and just gave him all the credit, you know, in, in the locker room. And then I just think that means a lot to those guys. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Like, that affirmation. Yeah. Um, like when he called out Cephas in the post game conference, you know, <laughs> that, it, for that. We do you think that, that terrific uh, block. The ghost of Cephas hey, appeared Cephas was... briefly in the game. Hey, but... he's blocking downfield like a dog. Okay, that's how you <laughs> score points in this on this team, and he's going to show is? up. Yeah, he's going to show up. You know what? Because honestly, right now, Chark's leaving a little bit to be desired, and I don't know if that's all his fault or the fact that they're not targeting him enough. But like one shot or two shots a game isn't enough to get a guy really in a rhythm or anything. Like it, it's hard to blame him if he does drop the one ball you throw his way. Well, all and game. he was wide open in that one, and Goff just missed him. His well, that one too, yeah. But what? I, but like I'm just saying, they barely target him for his their supposed yeah. weapon. You know, I know St. Brown is too, too good to leave, you know, to ignore. But, I don't. I think he's adding something but, out there though, even though he hasn't put up oh, a lot definitely. of numbers, just because he is such a deep threat. He's fast as hell. It's something they, they yeah. people have to consider on defense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to read you a blind resume really quick, if you don't mind. Uh, this player in his last um, eight games, if you can tell me maybe who he is. Uh, it's a wide I'm on Ross St. Brown. It's a wide receiver. Uh, he had <laughs> this wide receiver at the, at the end God? of the last year. Uh, had 10 catches. I'm on Ross. These, these are his last eight games. Is his dad Mr. Universe? 10 catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. His brother plays for the Bears, right? yards. Eight catches, seventy-three German? yards. Eight catches, seventy-three yards. You speak German? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start over. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Last six games of 2021: ten catches, eighty-six yards, one touchdown. Eight catches, seventy-three yards. Eight catches, ninety yards in a touchdown. Nine catches, ninety-one yards in a touchdown. Eight catches, one hundred eleven yards in a touchdown. Eight catches, one hundred nine yards in a touchdown. Start, start of this year: eight catches, sixty-four yards in a touchdown. Nine catches, one hundred sixty-four yards, two touchdowns. Now, for the sake of the game, who is that player? Stop, Zach. Stop. Jesus. You're turning me on. Cephas. Oh, you were close. No. It's a Monroe save round. I know you never Whoa. Oh, I think Cephas' greatness just rubbed off on him a little bit. How about this guy? I, that I didn't even include the fact that he went for Super a 58-yard run and a 10-yard and run in this game. On the same yeah. play. They ran the same play twice, and he got 10 yards you know, and 58 yards. Yeah. He's giving me Jerry Rice level vibes, guys. I, I'm feeling this guy's got that level of like. I, I think he's going to produce well and for a long time. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. But I, you got to credit the play calling too. I, oh, yeah. Some of these plays are calling. 
In fact, that that run by Amon Ra, that 58-yard run, was a catalyst there to get us back on the right side. Yeah, that was we, that, we were. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That was when we were down 22-15. Uh, looked like we were stalling out a little bit, and like you said, yep. a big run there, and then uh, the touchdown throw to Swift. So yeah, you know what's yeah. cool about this offense too is we scored 35 points, you know, for three straight games or whatever, and uh, like these last two games, it seems like we've left points out there still. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how good we are. We we have like we still have a ceiling to reach. We, even though we're scoring all these points, we could be even better. It's awesome. Right. Well, that safety swing was pretty nice. I wasn't. I was kind of upset with uh, with Williams Jamal. He missed that touchdown, the right before we gave it up, and then the whole safety and all that. I don't know if anyone noticed that he bounced it outside for some reason. There was just something. Oh. Anyway, but I, I imagine Deuce was yelling at him. And then we got the safety swing. Can we talk about that? Because that was awesome. <laughs> How often does that happen? Yeah, with five nothing like, lead. It's nice, right? <laughs> oh yeah. It's, but like the successful safety swing, where you know it's where you sometimes you almost are tempted to like turn the ball over right there so that you can get the safety, get the ball back, go down and score a touchdown. You got a nine point scoring sequence, right? And like it's obviously so improbable that you never want to actually do it on purpose, but when it happens, it's awesome. Just a little grand slam. I'm sure you already saw this, but in case you didn't know, this is the first time in NFL history someone's had eight catches and a touchdown um, in this many consecutive games in a row. Unreal. So, yeah. Set yeah. NFL records already. Uh, two games into his second year in the league. That's <laughs> extremely um, encouraging. And, and you know, the other thing about this offense, too, we don't even have Jamison Williams out there. Oh, I know. <laughs> Throw him in the mix. This, I know. This. Uh, God. I, you know, it gets you real, real excited. Dude, so fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to be super, super fun to see when he's thrown in the mix uh, yeah. as well. Hey, what would you guys think of uh, Jared Goff? I'm just curious. I mean, he obviously put up some stats with four touchdown passes, but it seems like he still missed a few out there. But what I liked what he did, though, he didn't turn the ball over. He protected the ball, yep. which is nice. One well, bad throw that he almost did, for <laughs> but no, he didn't. Though you're right. One errant throw, but you yeah. know, I would call it. I would describe his performance as gritty and effective. Bob, like he missed some, but he it was ultimately you know he hit the ones he needed. Yeah, and and some of them were those like that one to in the first half against to uh, St. Brown where he like some step into run into his right. I thought that was really nice. Like he looked very composed under some nice duress. It was a tight pocket, and he delivered a strike. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, another, bullish another on thing, him. too. A Go ahead. couple drops, yeah. uh, that cost golf, too. I mean, yeah. a hot, yeah. hot drop one that should have been a ga- ah. gainer, and then Swift dropped one that should have been a big gainer. Oh, that was, and uh, it, you know, didn't Shark drop one, too? I thought he, or was that the last? St. Brown yeah. again, too. Oh, yeah, St. Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think, was, hey, what did you guys think? I thought that was a drop on the, the, uh, on the, uh, play uh trick play. The throw, Trick play, the yeah. throwback. I did too. I thought I like it, it hit him right in the hands. Hand. Yeah, I, I would agree. A little bit of screening, maybe from the defense at most, but he should have caught that. I thought it would have been a tough catch, but I, I agree with you, uh, Red Dog. I, I thought it actually hit him in the hand. So some some people said it didn't throw it. Well, I, I thought he threw it. It hit him in, uh, yeah. in the hands. He should have caught it. Yeah, <laughs> same. Yeah, right. I actually didn't think that was a bad. He did miss another deep throw um, where he had him mm-hmm. later in the game, but um, 
But you know, even Aaron Rodgers misses deep throws. You know, like he's he's when he he's missed making most of his throws, and he's hitting a lot of good ones. But I thought the first touchdown throw to Monra that that ball is placed perfectly. Oh yeah, uh, he had a tight window oh. throw to Hawk. I thought that was placed perfectly as well. Like if he doesn't catch it, it's gonna go incomplete. Like that, he found the right yeah. spot to throw it. Uh, I I also thought he had a really nice throw to Brock Wright in a tight window. Uh, and Brock awesome Wright throw. continues to. Route. Brock Wright's stock continues to go up, and I would say Hawks kind of goes mm. down. Uh, I know. I think Hawk I, has been disappointing. I think Brock Wright uh, is playing himself in the starting tenant role maybe next year, especially for the money that Hawk might be uh, expecting to come his way. That I don't think. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. agree with you guys on that. But well, What's with Hawk? Hawk? No, more bullish I mean, Hawk? I am more bullish than Hawk. I think he's a threat out there, and I think he, he draws yeah. people away. And, uh, you know, he – he did drop some balls in this game, but I, you know, he's kid catches some too. So I don't know. I'm bullish. Huh? I just don't feel. No, Ebron was not, did not have the motor like Hawk did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think Hawk's much better than Ebron, but yeah, I agree. My, my, I've, I've made, I've, I probably sound like a broken record like this, but TJ Hawkinson as a blocker has disappointed me the most. Yes. So. Yeah. He throws some good ones now, at least. He should sprinkles in some good see ones. See Swift's uh, 52 yard run last week. It's he was blocking on that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he throws in yeah. some good blocks. He's getting better. He just got to get better still. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's not what you want to see yet. I don't but, think there's anybody in the hey, Lions who can't for get it. better. Maybe St. Brown or something. Or but you know, hey, like, <laughs> we're early in the season, so he's got plenty of time to improve. And if you know he puts it together by the end of the season, this offense is really going to be humming because him as an all-around weapon that can actually block effectively and be a great receiver. Yeah will really just be oh that'll be unfair because see i i like brock Wright and where where he's trending but i don't think he's succeed uh, superior he's to not quite uh, that level Hawk right now i don't i just don't see that i, get I mean I'll, I'll gladly take hawk back but at the right price uh not, yes not well, what for the money i think he's looking you don't for. have a choice they're gonna give him a whole boatload of money dude well, I don't, <clears> I mean, I don't if you see some yeah, other talent on the team i i'd rather save our salary cap for you know i'll trust the process i'll trust uh, Holmes and I, I've seen this team with right Noah tight end before, and it sucks. So I want true. Well, that's true, but 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 Hawk should be like breaking out here. I mean, but he's not getting open, you know. I, or just him and golf don't seem to be on the same page a lot. It, I don't know. I don't understand. He should be. It's we with all our weapons. He them. should be getting. Maybe he's listening to this, and this is going to be the fire. Well, it's weird. The last couple of years, Hawk started hot and then kind of cooled off, and this year he's started true. cool. He's going to pick up steam. Maybe that's a good sign. <laughs> I like well, it. Well, you like that? Right. All right. I like well, that. I, yeah, steady would be a good start for him. Um, another, he's, he's been pretty another fun offensive stat uh, is that the Lions in the run game uh, are leading the league in yards per carry before contact. So, again, shout out to Hank Fraley, Ben oh, Johnson. Uh, I think it's 3.3 3 yards per carry before they've made contact. Uh, wow. That's awesome. Right now. It's definitely I mean, over three. I think it's three point wow. three. I believe it's the number. Um, but either way, that's just like, I mean, you're falling another yard. So uh, that that's just great, yeah. and that's great run design and great communication up front uh, is what that comes down to. Ben Johnson. We got to give some credit, you guys, to the past regimes here. Not necessarily the coaches, just the personnel people that put these lines together. Man, this has been building for like mm-hmm. multiple regimes straight, and it's finally culminating. Because look, it's even our depth is quality and that's all been by design and that's not just this regime 
like Dan Skipper's been here since before these guys. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's kind of wild to yeah. see it, that there's actually some good that's come out of the past here. And we have Decker and Sewell. It's anchors, man. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's the best part. Yeah. I'm glad we are on our bookends. Yeah, like you, you almost forget they're out there. Uh, that that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so having them and healthy uh, is is incredible uh, for any team. And Ben Johnson, I I think his name is going to be. I mean, the Hard Knocks hero, Ben Johnson. Uh, <laughs> hard knock hardly hardly seen on Hard Knocks yet. Oh. <laughs> um, What's with Ragnow's toe, though, by the way? Come on. <clears throat> a toe injury? And he's got the same toe Seriously. again? Like Grizzly out, man. Out is it, is it the same injury, though? It's, it's, it's the same toe, I know. But he had... But it's the one that went to the surgery, market, you guys. He had surgery to fix it. But, I mean, Campbell seems to think it's he'll be okay. So I'll yeah, trust him. Campbell uh, today, so we're recording this uh, on Monday night, and uh, he said, we're not concerned. We feel like the thing will heal up. We just need to give him a little more time. Frank feels a little better today, and we'll see where that's at. <laughs> so not very uh, descriptive, but nonetheless, you, you don't feel as bad about missing uh, Rag now when you got a guy like Evan Brown out there. Now, if Evan Brown falls Seriously. out, then there's a lot yeah. more concern. But we're better yeah. with, with Rag now out there. Rag now is elite. I'm I'm sorry. That guy's Seriously. one of the best in the league. We can only be better with him. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. Jo- Jonah Jackson, who knows, with his uh, finger. You know, you, you think a finger for a lineman, they just tape, like, two of them together, and they go out and play. So I'm not sure what he did unless it's, like, crooked or something. Uh, yeah. But, again, Taylor Decker was out half the season last year with a finger injury. And, you know, these are elite D lines they're going against, though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – not like these guys are holding up against you know slouches, so yeah, I feel pretty good about their trajectory. Yeah, and uh, the other big injury from the, the uh, a warrior, uh, he was out this past game, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. with a back injury. So he, he follows the way of Big V and Levi that need to go to a uh, they need to do some yoga in the off season to work on their their logo ba- lower back. I don't know. If Is this the game that element going on the... through the locker room or what? But lower back injury. Charles so. Harris origin story. I mean, the Will Harris origin story. What? Is this the game that launched the Will Harris origin story? Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, the first five years or six years of his career were just like the montage at the beginning. Then the game that changed it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, shout out to Charles Harris on his pass rush uh, for safety. I forgot to mention. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, sure. <clears throat> that was great to see. You know, the Lions being aggressive at the goal line. They don't get it, but it's okay that. The numbers say it's okay because something like that is more likely to happen. Uh, right. Where you're going to get the ball back again in great field position to another try or, you know, you turn it over and get the point. So. And with the way our defensive line was playing. I liked Washington going for two uh, multiple times. It's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, the, hey, the, the second time they went the, for two is weird. The second yeah. time was stupid. Yeah, I didn't get that. It was, it, they would have been within seven, and they didn't, don't make it now. It's eight. And yeah. that really cost them at the end of the game. I mean, I didn't understand that at all, unless they just have no faith in their kicker. That's yeah, the because not, it wasn't at nine. And then their well, their kicker missed an extra point in the next time they oh, scored. Oh yeah, that's right. Which made it nine. Uh, but if right. they just kicked it earlier, then it would have been eight. Yeah. Hey, that goes again. That goes with uh, my, my grandpa's old saying: "Never go for two until you absolutely need to." <laughs> Well, that it makes sense. Things like that uh, happen. That, Although the you know, thinking on that fine. is changing now. I mean, a lot of these guys are going for two more often. So you, mm-hmm. yeah, you get it earlier in the game, and then more. you don't have to chase it later. But I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm not totally yeah. against it. Uh, but I thought the second time them going for two was. Uh, I, I didn't agree with that. I don't know. It's like one of those things too, where like it's sort of like Dan Campbell kicking it, the onside kick. Everyone giving him crap last week. Like they're like, why'd you do it then? He's like, you're down. It's like, why wait till you're? They know you're gonna do it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. sometimes, like you you just have a better chance of succeeding earlier in the game with it, maybe. Yeah. Although I think people are on the lookout for the Lions to do that now because we've done it so often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. But I love that. That's why we're unpredictable. You know, we're so predict unpredictable that you have to expect everything. Um, the only thing predictable about us is that we're unpredictable. Yeah. I like it. So the uh, Lions moved to one and one, uh, t- depending on the outcome of this Monday night game, where the Eagles are currently up twenty-one to seven on the Vikings and have more three hundred more yards than them in offense uh, <laughs> at the end of the first half. Uh, I would assume the Vikings do not pull this one out, uh, and they move to one and one. That being said, and the I Dolphins came back down from pool. twenty-one. The Jets scored thirteen points in the last minute and fifty seconds to beat the Browns. <laughs> yeah, that was the craziest one. The Browns, all they had to do was fall down. Uh, they're running back right in the end zone. It gave the Jets the ball back. the The Browns forgot they <laughs> they needed to just play prevent defense, let a guy score immediately on the next play, <laughs> and then they recover an onside That's kick like- and. Uh, I mean, it was hilarious. If you think the Lions lose in bad fashion, it probably doesn't get any worse than what the Browns did. Uh, this yeah, that's like week. we won that one game. Who was it that they accidentally fell into the end zone? Uh, that was uh, the Falcons game. Todd Gurley. Yeah, the Falcons. Yeah. This was worse, though, because supposed to. they were still up 13. The, uh, the Jets had no timeouts and only a minute and 30 seconds left on the clock. So you, you oh think my no God. chance in hell. Uh, they had to... I mean, you blew it. But the Browns <laughs> let them score in one play. That was the big thing. Yeah. Like if they let them methodically go down, maybe they get the ball back with like a second, even if they recover the onside kick. But the the Browns oh just like goodness. the safety of the quarterback just both stopped like moving. Both of them thought they had the deep guy. Neither of them did. And Corey <laughs> Davis was just wide open by like thirty yards for an easy touchdown. I can just imagine my brother-in-law's head just exploding. <laughs> hey, like, speaking of heads exploding, I. We had Rio on into the Lions Den. I, I, look, oh, I looked at his yeah. YouTube reaction to the game. He was so pissed. He was like, this kind of <laughs> He's like, this team is a disaster. And all. You know, like, it was funny. But we tried to warn him. Right we tried to warn him. Test. We did. We did. Yeah. Hey, he answered two on my fear test. So, I yeah. mean, he, he was under. He understood no, he was good. He was a good guess, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the Lions will be heading to Minnesota. Next week, uh, they are seven and a half point underdogs currently. Uh, so no respect after week two uh, victory against Washington, but nonetheless. Oh, we coming, baby! Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like I don't think. I mean, again, they're down. Tw- now it's twenty four seven at halftime. The Vikings are down. Um, so <laughs> the Lions and Vikings in first half against the Eagles, very similar uh, results. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, big game if our first place in the division next week, uh, and. We'll have a lot to look forward to. So we'll be back later this week previewing that game. Other than that, uh, we want to thank sidelinereport.com for hosting the podcast. We want to thank our producer, KJ. 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 For producing the podcast. <laughs> we'll get uh, Always appreciate his efforts there. And then uh, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on week two. Are you drinking a blue Kool-Aid along with us? 
And, uh, you know, follow, subscribe to podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave a review. Other than that, thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go.